Hi guys, thanks again for tuning in to the How Do You Health podcast. This is Baldo here. I'm so excited about this episode with Joe Lindley, a great friend of ours. Uh, he started a company, he's one of the co-founders of a company named Forwards Movement that inspires change and it's it's fantastic. I can't wait for you guys to hear all that. But we recently got to throw a uh, fundraiser with Joe back at the lounge in, in Austin at the MSW Health Lounge because uh, he's biking across America and uh, uh, to raise awareness for uh, uh, for mental health. So that episode or this episode goes into that, what the inspirations were, what the story is behind who he is and what he's trying to create. And, it, you know, all props to him. I'm really excited for him. And I can't wait for you guys to hear it. As always, this episode is sponsored by MSW Nutrition. Visit the website, mswnutrition.com, and use How Do You Health as a code or HDYH to get 10% off any of the supplements. Uh, you will be hearing about different ways that uh, we will be using those supplements to support Joe and his journey across America. So, without further ado, here it is. All right, guys. Welcome to the How Do You Health podcast. This is uh, John's uh, Nurse Doze's first podcast. take in this room. Yep. So, and this is actually our first group one. And you're also the first person to be getting an IV during a podcast in this room. So there's a lot of firsts. Yep. Um, I'm excited to be talking to Joe Lindley here. He is the founder of Forwards Movement, and um, I'm just excited to, to hear about your story because there's we met you at how do you health fest when we were doing the thing at native and uh we connected i know you guys talked mm -hmm. forever because yep. i'm always like usually running yep. around like get that done get yep. that done like you get that shit done <laughs> and like that that's i get shit done yep. right <laughs> yep. and so um but briefly introduce uh yourself to to the listeners and then we'll get uh, we'll get right to it okay so i'm joe lindley i'm a graduate of texas a&m university Nice. Um, I guess just to give you a quick overview on forwards, sophomore year in college, me and a couple of buddies decided, four of us, decided that we were going to go to the Grand Canyon for spring break and take a massive road trip from College Station to San Francisco and back instead of going on the normal, you know, partier for spring break. Um, a lot of things went wrong. Um, I planned the crap out of it and almost none of those things happened. Um, but we learned through this trip that every good story has highs and lows, and it's that contrast that really makes you appreciate your story. So that's what Forwards Movement is founded on, the, the mantra being keep moving forwards. Um, F-O-U-R kind of represents our roots in the outdoors, so like the four elements, the four seasons, the four cardinal directions, all of that. And it's really story-based of like our, our, I guess, tagline is our world, your story, meaning it's all of our world. But it's your story. You hold the pen. Write your own story. Yeah. And so we're really focused on telling people stories of perseverance and resilience and using those stories to help other people that might be in the same situation get through their circumstance. Yep. That's yep. fantastic. And we talked in December um, at our friend Zach's get-together. I think that's what it was, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Live a great story. Live a great story one. And so um, – Oh, that's what we first met. Yeah. Right. So yeah. I think you were running around – 
I think he had like we had some. Sp- I gotta introduce myself, but it was yeah. Like, we didn't communicate. And there was a couple of speakers that were already going. And actually, what the weird thing is is that whenever there's uh, talks like that, I try to make our friends' speeches and all that. But since you're usually running the operation, you're like making sure like is everything else behind the scenes doing well. And I think that's where we came across each other. And I was like, so what? What? What you? What do you do? You know, <laughs> I love hearing about what people do because. In Austin, when we talked about earlier, there's so many movers and shakers here that they have all kinds of different things that they're trying to do, most likely tell their story. And so, you know, you talked about, you know, your story about how you got into this. And the best thing about a story is that it describes your path and it can be an example for someone else. It can say that, you know what, you can do this too. You can, you can explore, you can see what's out there. You can take a risk. And I like people who take risks. Right. I mean, so you're starting off this company. You told me some great news earlier. You know, you got a bunch of momentum going. Right. What what is what is your company like? Really, what is it that that you see your company doing long term for people? So long term, really, the the biggest concept is we're developing a community. Um, The biggest thing meaning or being that we want people to feel like they don't have to sacrifice their growth to fit in. Um, that's been a big aspect. I know that you and I talked about that, like outgrowing your friends is one of the roughest things you can do, mm-hmm. but I think surrounding yourself with growth minded individuals is, is really where it all is because it gives you that sense of community and doing things, doing the risky thing can be lonely. So we want people to, you know, not be held back by not having a community. We want, we want to have people there to support them through those risky endeavors. And so when you say community, describe what this community looks like. Uh, it's a it's a community of, I like to call them adventurers. And you can be an adventurer, you know, in your hometown or in just your city, or you can be an adventurer of the world. Um, people that are really just open-minded to new experience, whether that's, you know, jumping out of a plane or just going for a walk with a stranger. You know, it could be either end of that spectrum. Um, but people who want to push their growth zone um, and really grow together with other people. So as far as like what this company is going to be is we're, we're actually working on an app right now, which we're really excited about. It's called The Path. And we'll get into we'll get into like the details of that more later. Um, but as of right now, we have these, you know, inspirational clothing. The idea behind this clothing is, you know, you pass someone on the street and they read your shirt and maybe they don't you know, process it within like the first couple seconds but as they walk down the sidewalk they kind of repeat it in their head and it might give them some sort of like subconscious uh ability to like persevere be more resilient um so as of right now we have like a ton of four words phrases obviously playing off the four words which gets really confusing to just say it and not write it (laughs) um but our our last one was they're just growing pains and it was kind of a symbol of uh, 2020 and COVID and everyone going through their growing pains and the pain of what that whole year brought us, but it also brought us to an entirely different level of being, um, for a lot of people, you know, for me, it's like forwards grew a ton. I know for y'all, y'all are in this whole new building, which is incredible. Um, and so it's really just reframing, the things that you go through, the rough times you go through is like, all right, what is this trying to teach me and how can I grow from this? Yeah. And you can share stories, you can share inspiration, you can say, hey, maybe this is a tool that I used to get through this, right? And, you know, I don't know if you want to get into it or not, but we've talked about mental wellness a lot. And I think what really your company deals with directly is mental wellness, 
right? I, I think that's what you're trying to do is create a community for people who are, and we spoke about this earlier, yep. you know, imagine, imagine you are depressed. And you, you, if you think about the tone of that and if there's energy to just shift it because I said it that way, did I hit a nerve? <laughs> you know, and I think that's a stigma we need to remove because really mental wellness should be a positive thing in our lives. And if it's something as simple as connecting with individuals, yeah. you know, I mean, that's that's more than what we need right now in this past year. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, I definitely want you to get into like you're doing a, a biker across America kind of <laughs> deal. Right. And, yep. uh, and and that is to bring awareness to to mental health. Right. Is that that? Yes. yes. Part let's of let's hear about that. But but before you get into that, why do you think that it's a it, it's almost like a thing for people not to want to talk about it? Like. I mean, I I agree. It's important to bring yeah. it up to the front, but why do you think it's not yet? Like I don't know. I think it's it, it's it's definitely a vulnerability thing. I mean, vulnerability is one of the hardest things for people to do because they hate to, for some reason, humanize themselves. Yeah. You know, like all, as humans, all of us in one light or another have struggled with mental health, mental wellness. You know, throughout mental our lives, mental health, yeah. mental health. <laughs> yeah, that's that's, that's, that's a thing too. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Well, I mean, sure. I mean, we should. That's a, that's a thing. That's there a it is. You got your new hashtag right health. there. Mental healthness. Let me help you get through that mental healthness. That yeah, you're I like that a lot. Actually, that was just a total like. I didn't even. That didn't Dude, even happen on brilliant. purpose. Brilliant. But Love it. Yeah. We've all struggled with mental healthness at one point or another in our life. And at some point, I think previous generations definitely demonized it. It was like, you have to go through your own battles alone. And like, I've like the greatest generation did that. Like the baby boomers did that. And it was like, you should just always stay strong. And especially with as males, you know, I think that we're like one of the last groups of people that, um, that is kind of coming to light. Like we want to talk about it. We want, we don't want people to feel alone in their journey because that's one of the hardest parts about mental wellness. You know, it's like if you're struggling with depression, if you're struggling with anxiety, if you're struggling with panic attacks, all those things, if you don't talk about it, you don't talk about it with your friends and realize that other people are going through that as well. I think that's the biggest thing is like, Oh, this is not just happening to me. I can have some sense of like relief mm -hmm. knowing that this is normal. Yep. Yeah. And bringing that to light is kind of one of the big things for me with forwards is like I struggled with a, like depression, anxiety and a lot of that growing up. And also I had I was diagnosed with ADD as like a 14 year old kid um, and I'd always been ADD, obviously, but I finally got diagnosed and put on Vyvanse and all that stuff. And I just like can't even get started on all of that. But I was really at risk of falling through the cracks. You know, like my school was not really tailoring to like this creative kid who really just needs a really good creative outlet and a ton of energy to put it into. Mm -hmm. And so luckily I had two people step into my life. My sculpture teacher who really just gave me that immediate outlet of creativity. Like what do you want to create? Create it with glass, with metal, with like welding, woodworking, whatever you want. And that was honestly my catharsis. That's what I put all of my energy into. I ended up doing like AP sculpture and all that stuff and getting college credit. But also my math tutor was the one who showed me like, hey, like you are able to focus if you if you need to. You know, like sometimes it is necessary to sit down and do the things that you don't want to do. Yeah. And he taught me like even though I was terrible at math, like I was awful. He taught me that I, I was actually really capable of math. And he was like it just required a whole lot more focus for me. And so I ended up taking like one of the top math classes at the end of high school by that time 
because it was just like, all right, I am capable. It's not a matter of capability. It's just a matter of I have to try a little bit harder than some people might to like sit here and focus on this. Yeah. Um, and so at the, the point with the mental wellness is like, I want to bring all that to light. I want to tell my story. I want to tell other people's story about mental health and take away the stigma. You know, everyone has struggled with it. How can we tell our stories? How can we make other people feel less alone? Yep. Yeah. Yep. And, and that's, I guess you're, you're doing much more than just saying we're sharing stories. You're, you're actually making this a point to incorporate this into your training, your exercise, your physical activity. So go back to the, the bike. All right. So yeah. what are you doing? Okay. So a big aspect of mental health for me is the lactic acid, the working out, the giving that outlet for something. And then also training. I found out over the last four months that I it was easier for me to focus and stay focused on something long term, like for instance, training every single day. If I was training for something, yeah, um, we were talking about that last week, right? Where and I was it, like, yeah, dude, I need something to train for. I just, <laughs> it's, it's something to train for, something to like have like an end goal in mind, where it's like, all right, there's no excuses. Like whether I wake up today and go biking or not, like if I decided against it, like I'm still doing that thing later, so I might as well make that thing I'm doing later a little bit easier by actually showing up today. Yeah. Um, and so training for something, I started out with the marathon, which John completely saved my marathon. He gave me this book called Chi Running. I changed my running form during the marathon and I um, am convinced to this day that that's what actually helped me finish. Cause I was in so much pain. I trained, for, <laughs> I trained for only a single month. That was dumb. Um, but going into this next thing we're training for, I decided to give myself a little bit more time cause I think it's going to require a little bit more training. But I decided in order to, you know, bring light to mental health, we needed to do something kind of extreme. Um, something that, you know, everyone wants to travel, everyone wants to do those things, but do something that not everyone would just be like, yeah, sign me up. Like, sure, I'll do it. Or like something really kind of unfathomable, like it's hard to fathom 75 days or 55 days like you think about it you're like oh yeah that's you know this amount of time but doing something non-stop so we were like how can we incorporate those two things for like something that people respect but also like can't really fathom so we decided that <laughs> I was going to ride my bike across the country for mental health awareness um, and that kind of just started as an idea I told my told my strategist this and she was like, all right, well, you're locked in. I was like, <laughs> I just mentioned something and, and you, I'm locked in. She was like, yeah, you're locked in. That sounds like a great idea. So we're going to figure it out. And that's what we've been doing. So we just partnered with Mental Health of America. Um, and we're really, really excited about that because the biggest goal is to bring awareness to mental health. And we wanted to actually have a fundraiser that was, you know, 55 days long. So the court, the, the, distance of this ride is from the Outer Banks, North Carolina, and connecting with Route 66 in Oklahoma City, and then riding Route 66 all the way to the end of Santa Monica Pier. And that's 2,752 miles. Um, and, you know, who knows how many other miles are added whenever we have to take back roads and all this stuff. But it's going to be about if we do if we did 50 miles a day, which is what the plan is, because we want other people to come join us. And I'll get more into that in a minute. But it would take about 55 days yeah. um, and it will take about 55 days because the, the whole theme of the trip is four words. We go further together. 
um, which really signifies like the importance of tribe and how people have kind of slowly forgotten that, like how much further you can go with like, you know, us, like yeah. the, the people supporting you, the people that are cheering you on. It's like, you know, people want to have this lone wolf mentality, but we didn't evolve that way. Yeah. We evolved with oxytocin and serotonin and like that need for connection. And so we want to show people like whenever your friends cheer you on and whenever your friends come and help you and like suffer with you, like that mutual suffering, you'll not only get closer to your goal, but you'll get closer as people. That's right. Um, and so we want to have and the, the idea is to have friends come out and ride for a couple of days. Um, and that's why we're only doing only shooting for 50 miles a day. Cause I don't want, I don't think people are going to want to come in and <laughs> bike a hundred miles a day. You know, yeah. they're going to be like, this is awful. They want to have some aspect of enjoyment, but the goal is to kind of to do it in a more comfortable way. So that other people are willing to come and join and then share that experience together because you know, it's at the end of the day, it's all about who you share your journey with. Um, like the end goal is great. The destination is even better, but it's about who you share it with. That's the most important. Yeah. Plus it makes it more fun, right? So much more fun. Yeah. And so, and it makes it go so much faster. Yeah. Like if I'm talking to someone for five hours a day on a bike, like next to me, you know, maybe we're like suffering. So we're not talking for a couple hours, but it's that much easier. Otherwise I'm just looking at the road or I'm looking, you know, however many miles in front of yeah. me that I can. We used to do a bike to the coast when we were in college, when we were in a fraternity together and, uh, it was 180 miles, so it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't that. But it, it was still it was the same approach. It was fundraiser for you know uh, awareness. Leukemia, There's right? leukemia. Yeah, it was for leukemia. Um, I and mean, then we used to just throw a big ass party at the beach. Right? Which <laughs> I imagine we'll probably do for you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I hope I yeah, see yeah. y'all at the end. Yeah, for yeah, sure. yeah, yeah dude. We'll oh be yeah, there. we'll be there. We'll be there. We'll be like, hurry up, dude! Like, come on, you got a few more miles. Like, <laughs> be like, give me my moment, please. Yeah, I know, like, right? you, you did mention something about a wolf pack in there, and I was, and that brought to light the idea because the first question I asked you was about like, why do you think it's a it's a thing that people don't want to talk about it and you know and it's weird because there is like with injuries people talk about it maybe even pride themselves about like physical injuries and stuff like that but um in like in the dog world the wolf world like the uh, whenever a dog is injured or a wolf is injured they don't complain because they get left behind and so evolution had it where like the ones that did complain the pack would know and they would just leave it behind because it would hold them back and it's like but that's not really how it is for some reason that's how they approached it and then it just became that wolves and dogs that's why they, you know they don't complain they just keep going right like they can break a leg and they'll they're just like hell yeah like they're just like whatever right because th that's just how they evolved so i wonder how much of that is in is in us in the mental aspect right because you don't because because it's uh it's 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 false like it doesn't it doesn't help us for some reason it evolved that way circumstance right but but uh well but it doesn't necessarily mean that that's the right way well which it isn't well you lose part of your wolf pack you yeah. lose part of your pack which is unfortunate because i think that's almost like counterintuitive uh, you know with the idea of strength in numbers yeah correct yeah, which I don't know. It's our instinct to come back and, and try to help people when you see they're injured. That's yeah. what separates us from. But then other again, who was hunting them, right? That is like, we have to leave them behind right. or else we're all dying, right? Like, yeah. But then that became a thing. And then, then that's how it evolved. And I don't know if that's any of that is in us as well, too. It's just a, just it, a, just a thought. <laughs> I think it's also like the problem solving capability of humans versus wolves. Sure. Yeah. You know, like it, you they wouldn't, have an know, they wouldn't know how to, yeah, they wouldn't know how to tape up the broken leg. 
right? Like, oh, that sucks, man. You're, <laughs> I guess you're done. <laughs> nice knowing you, buddy. Yeah. And the rest of us is like, yeah, dude, you can carry me, or at least you can, like, you know, uh, tape it up for me with a splint. Stop or being something. a bitch, right? Yeah, Fucking carry yeah, me, right? Get like, like, <laughs> yeah, oh, that's why we don't want to bring your ass. Yeah. It's funny because we were. T- <laughs> Well, it's funny because we were talking with a guy uh, yesterday, Justin, and we're going hiking next month. And uh, he was telling me, he's like, hey, did you look at the inventory list for the pack, you know, the stuff? And I was like, well, I don't, I haven't looked yet, but I bet it's all fine. He was no, you don't understand. You have to carry all that. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's right. I didn't think about it. So then I'm thinking like, oh, crap. It's about, it, well, see, that's the thing. We get to the goal. We're like, can we get it down to 45 pounds? Right. Because it could be 75 pounds of gear to, to, to climb up there. But with. you heard we. It wasn't like I'm going to get it down to where I'm going to go out by myself and go climb these freaking mountains that well, I don't no, really well, the know I- how to do. Well, the idea is if he gets it to 45 or if I get it to 45, and then I'm sharing that information. right? It's like this is what I did to get it down to 45 yeah. pounds so you can do it as well. So so like when you're when you're journaling, you know, we talked about that earlier. Like, you know, I already kind of see it now, like the whole across the country deal. Um, most of the time people learn by – like visual or writing down right and so when i went to learn camping i because i didn't know it i wrote everything down and i just studied it so i gotta imagine like at one point i was looking this comes to your training so i wore pants that were like really insulated and we were in the desert hiking and it was you know march but it wasn't like 100 degrees but it was still you know hot enough and then i wasn't prepared for the hike we were doing because it was a lot of lifting of the legs and moving around and i didn't drink enough water so halfway down coming back i was about to cramp up like really bad to the point where like i wasn't gonna be able to lift my legs anymore and there was a bunch of cactus i was having to lift my legs over this is also an eight hour hike this is an eight in hour hike in the desert uh with a million cacti around you and so uh i told bald i said dude i'm not i'm sorry like i, I was i really was gonna have to ask him you like are you gonna have to carry me because like i could not move every time i lifted my leg it just like electricity would just run through my leg because it was so tired and cramped up and I remember Baldur had told me, he's like, hey, if you get a boost, just put that straight in your mouth. You don't even need water. And for the listeners, boost is our energy drink, which Joe and I are consuming at this moment. It's a multivitamin uh, with uh, natural caffeine in it and it has a bunch of liver detoxers. And it even has glutathione in there. Anyway, usually mix it with water. Well, I just put it straight in my mouth. Like I was just, And it, it's, it was a lot – it was a lot at first because it's powder, right? And it's a big packet. It's a lot powder. And so I was like, oh, it's not bad. You know, it's like a big candy, you know, like a pop, uh, I don't know. Pop rocks. Like pop rocks or something like that. Well, so it's like, like if you're putting up like three pixie sticks in your mouth. Yeah, so time. like you can easily foam up, so, but you don't <laughs> have any saliva, just... right? Like you're you're dehydrated. And so I'm like, whatever. So I'm like, I get whatever I can. 15 minutes later, cramps are gone and I'm peeing. And that was a game changer because then I'm like, oh, I'm able to finish. I didn't have to worry about it. I didn't bring up the conversation like, oh, my God, you're going to have to carry me, dude. Like, none of that. Like, I finished strong. So, like, the idea of that chi running and all that, you're going to learn what it takes to, like, get you across this entire country. And what happens is you have a blueprint for yeah. someone that says, well, I thought that was, like, you know, impossible. And you're like, no, it's possible. This is exactly how you do it. So in the future, when it comes up, when you're like, hey, I'm about to cramp up, what do I do? I'm like, you remembered that you have a boost packet <laughs> in your pocket. And you're like, here we go. Yeah. And bam, that's what got you through the last leg. Well, so. it's crazy because we've done, Justin and I, our, our other partner in this, uh, we've done like 16, 18-hour like, climbs 
where we're just out of water, out of food, and there's always that boost packet on the side because that's like it's got every nutrient possible, and you just like, and then yeah. like you just have all this energy all of a sudden, but and that you don't want it to get to that point, obviously. Yeah, you want to do it beforehand. Well, obviously. that's what we talked about with with your running. Right, and I think that book kind of showed it. It's like this is prevention. I think what they're saying, like preventing injuries, mm-hmm. and you literally did that in real time, yeah. right? Straight up, that's pretty incredible. Because you finished your marathon. Was this your first one? First I think one. It was your first marathon. You trained a whole month. I would, if, if it were not my first marathon, I would have known better than to only train a month. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, yeah well, <laughs> that's probably what Aaron co- got confused because you were running that weekend. Or last weekend, and then you had talked about biking across America. So Aaron was telling, Aaron was telling everyone, was like, oh yeah, he's running across America. Oh, hell. <laughs> oh like Forrest Gump style. People, are like, it's badass, dude. I'll sign up for that, dude. I'll, I'll pay you whatever, yeah. man. I'll yeah. donate. Yeah. Well, if that's the case, then we'd have to be with you, like as a traveling man, right? But yeah. at least with the with the with the bike, uh, you're gonna have certain stops. I'm sure there'll be certain landmarks you do. Uh, will you go hang out with some friends around the country too? Like maybe try to get them to come along. Hey, I'm going to be in your neck of the woods. You yeah, should come exactly. by and, and come do a couple miles with me. Also, there's a little bit more flow um, with biking for me, come to find out in the past couple weeks, like to where you kind of just get in that state of like really intense creative thought uh, um, than there was running because running is like a little bit more jarring on your knees and on your ankles. And you're like, this kind of sucks. Whereas biking for me, it's like there's that constant – you know, lactic acid pain in your thighs, but it's not jarring. It's not really painful. It's one of those things that you kind of like start to tune out after a while. And so it's really, really cathartic for me. And honestly, like brings on a lot of creativity because you talked about impossible to like ride across the country. And the book I'm reading right now is called the art of impossible. And it talks about impossible with a lowercase I and impossible with an uppercase I and impossible with a lowercase I is like what I think is impossible for me. Yeah. And with an uppercase is like what has never been done before. Yeah. And uh, it's just really cool to like get into that because it talks about how extreme sports athletes are the ones that are constantly just overcoming the capital I impossible. They're doing the craziest stuff because they're constantly in that flow. What's that also that idea of impossible versus I'm possible, right? Like I can fucking create anything. Yeah. And I I wanted you to kind of lead into that. It's kind of by coincidence, but I didn't like that word I said, but it's like it almost motivates you. And I know sitting in front of you and sitting in front of Baldo, that's a word in your vocabulary that you don't like. Mm-hmm. I've never really agreed with impossible because that just means I haven't figured it out yet. Yeah. I believe in improbable, but not an impossible. Yeah. And I'm sure that's your mentality. So <laughs> yep. let's talk about that. You talk about mental wellness. What would be your mentality knowing that you've basically wrote this check now and you got to like cash it out. So like, all right, I'm going cross country. <laughs> I, you know, happening. I'm fully committed. <laughs> What's the mental game now like? What what's the approach? It's it's like the it's to get rid of the limiting mindset, you know. Like that's why I'm reading this book, like The Art of Impossible. Is like, you know, so many people think that things are impossible, but it's really like I I firmly believe that your people are capable of almost anything they want. I think the first place to start there is you have to have curiosity for something because that's what leads to passion and that's what ultimately drives you to fulfill that impossible task. Like you're not going to like if, if I'm not passionate about space, I'm not going to become an astronaut, you know, like that's impossible probably because I'm just not going to do all the work to get there. But like I'm extremely curious about human drive, about mental health, about, you know, how we can push the limits of our body and our mind. Like that's one of my biggest curiosities. Like that's why I love reading books about it. That's yeah. why I love doing 
things that, you know, like, you know, training for a marathon for a month. It's like, uh, let me see what's possible for the body. You know, like it sucked. It was very painful. Yeah. Um, I was in here a couple times just to like help save it, but it was possible, you know, and I yeah. made it happen. So it's like, how can we continue to push those boundaries? Because the old, ult- like the ultimate goal with forwards and kind of my own personal brand, kind of a little bit outside forward is like, how can I show people how much more they're capable of than they think they are? Yep. You know, because like I like I started off January. I was just like an average guy. I'm not saying like I'm above average now, but I'm in a lot better shape. I'm in a lot better better mental clarity and mental state, and just like feel so much so much better about life, and just so much happier. And obviously, happy is like up and down, but I think that contrast is just the inevitable, right? Like you can't have one without the other. So like, but it is a constant state of like contentness, contentment. Yep. whatever the Contentment. word is yep. um, to where I just feel really good about the path and life and all of that. And so that's kind of my drive with this thing across the country is like, let me show you the highs and especially the lows. Like there's going to be days where we're going to be documenting this and I'm going to be like a monster, I'm sure. Yep. But like, how can I come out on the other side and be like, I got through that. Like the, that day was awful. Like we had five flat tires in a single day and that <laughs> yeah. was extremely frustrating because every like five miles I got a flat, you know, like whatever that looks like. And of course I'm speaking that into existence now, but <laughs> it's just like, you know, what can, what are we capable of getting through yeah. and, and just that perseverance, that resilience of like how much more capable we are than we think we are. Yeah. And, and appreciating the journey that is what what you're doing and and learning more about who you are how far you can push yourself and the anticipation of what's to come after you've accomplished it and what's interesting is when you listen to yourself talk about it at no point do i believe this won't happen (laughs) right like this is going to i mean you've already done it like that's how i look you've already done it you've accomplished it right now you're visualizing and and feeling what it's like after you're done you almost feel the tiredness and you keep pro- talking about lactic acid and the fatigue and you like, I know that's going to be the worst feeling ever because it's 55 days straight of that, you know? But then if you already know that feeling, you're like, well, I know what to do now. And so then that's the next thing you start thinking about and you start planning for that. And so it's more about looking forward ahead, right? To be able to say, all right, what else can I plan for that I might not understand what's going to come up, but I'll have a tool ready. And that's how you prepare yourself for the impossible or the improbable is the idea is like, it's like Batman, right? I have a utility belt, and I got ten things. I got, you know, I got the bat spray, I got the bear spray, I got the shark spray, I got whatever I need to like you know, <laughs> make it go away. And you're like, how many things do you have in that belt? But like when you're out in the desert, when you're out on a bike, and maybe it's say like you went so far that no one's behind you, you're like, shit, I gotta change that tire. And then now I'm fucking cramping. Yeah. Up. You're like, yeah. oh, all right. Can you change I... a tire pretty quickly? I haven't changed one yet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> See, that's, that's number one right there. You got to change right. the tire. Yeah. yeah. So, it, But once you got it, you don't have to worry about that later. And it's that I like, to, I like what you just said about the belt. I think the belt is extremely important because it's a part of that, like, background. It's those intrinsic drivers, right? If I was just, like, in here, just some at, – Average Joe, right? Just being like, hey, I'm gonna bike, ride my bike across the country, and they're like, you're like, oh, for what? I'm like, oh, for fun. Oh, well, that's gonna be a lot harder. Yeah, that's gonna be a lot harder <laughs> than having that intrinsic driver of like, I'm doing it for mental health awareness. I'm doing this for a cause. I'm doing it for, you know, my my friend who I lost or something like that. You know, it's like 
those that added ammunition that's like why am i going right now it's not just i'm doing this because i want to i mean a part of me definitely does part of me is also like why the heck are you doing this but it's like i'm doing this for what it stands for i'm doing this to show people the importance of tribe and community and so like that's another tool in my tool belt like I'm going to be pulling these things out left and right yeah. on crappy days, you know, like, all right, well, this is why I'm here. Like, you know, in Strickolinius and Venator, like in filth, it shall be found. Like where you, the place where you least want to look is the place that you should look. Yeah. And so it's like the pain, the crappiness, the, the, the muck, like all of that, like that is the reminder in those crappy moments. So like, this is, this is why I'm here. Yeah. And enjoying that. Right, the pain and the suffering, the blisters it. and the cramps and the soreness and the pain again. The pain, the pain, the pain. Because, do you believe that pain makes life worth living? I think that it's. I think that it's feel. It's like you know. It's it's it. <laughs> one of one of one of my four words is like at least we feel. You know, I think that like if we didn't have that pain, there wouldn't be that contrast of of that absolute, you know, joy or whatever the opposite of pain is, you know? Yep. And I think that also, like, pain is what really builds you, you know, like that ability to, to get through those things and to realize that, like, something else is more worth it on the other side of that pain. Like, the pain is what stops so many people from fully pursuing right. whatever it is. That could be loss, that could be physical pain, that could be mental pain, like, you know, whatever that is. I think that, you know, we have to kind of chase that a little bit. I think so because yeah. once you have the pain relief, that feeling is way better than when the pain started. Because the pain's more like, how long can I take this? But the second that you get pain that's gone, the world gets better. Like <clears throat> everything's better. You, I mean, but you couldn't appreciate that. But you couldn't yeah. appreciate it. It's like a person with chronic pain, and this is just a perfect example of what a negative feedback system looks like. If I live in a state of chronic pain. That's all my body knows. That's a chronic cycle of I get up every morning and the first thing I'm going to think about, the first thing I'm going to experience, the first thing that's going to hit me is pain. And then I'll live with that the rest of the day. So I don't know anything else but pain. So if I have this pain that might not be a good thing, maybe we'll look at it as a bad thing, it follows me on everything I do all day. Every person I interact with, every time that there's a spill in front of me, every time there's a car that cuts me off. I'm already in pain, so my mental set is that I'm not really going to be happy or maybe focused or all there because I have this thing that's just gnawing at me all day. Yeah. Right? And so whenever you address that, it's probably the hardest thing because most people don't necessarily want to address what would get rid of that. And if you tell me, like, what's really going to get rid of all your pain, your mental pain, it's going to be physical pain. Yeah. It's going to be 55 days of the most grueling physical pain you've ever had in your life. And you're going to hate every second of it. But when you're done, you will unlock the key to everything you could ever imagine. And you would say, that sounds totally worth it. (laughs) And then you're going to talk to this with people and people will support you. And half of them are going to say, I don't think I could ever do that. But more power to you, I'll support you. And you're going to turn around and say, no, you can do it too. Because I'm an average average Joe, but you're not. I'm just your typical guy next door yeah. that wants to put forth the effort. And, I, and I'm just trying to show you that you can accomplish anything if you put forth the effort, right? I mean, that's the thing. Like, 
55 days clear across the country. And the more you say it, the more it becomes the norm, right? Because now what you do is you like, I'll go for 60. It's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're just like, well, I'm going to go 50 Turn days. around. 50 <laughs> days, right? Like, and you just say, all right, now that negative feedback system changes from pain, 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 pain to joy, 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 relief, relief, satisfaction, satisfaction. Well, your brain learns to shoot for that because it knows that there's a bigger – like there's a bigger outcome. Like have have you done any of the any neurolinguistic programming studies NLP? Mm -mm. So I just sat through a three day training and uh, you'll like this because like there's two ways to be motivated um, from a neurolinguistic programming aspect. Um, there's there's forwards motivated or or towards motivated and away from motivated. Away from motivated being like the idea that like you know let's say losing weight for example i want to lose 40 pounds and away from motivated could be from like well because i don't want to be made fun of anymore i don't want to like like it's, it's the focus of like i don't want these things anymore like that i don't want that are motivating me to get as opposed to like well because i want to be able to like be there for my family and blah blah and and that's more like towards right motivated i like that the problem with being um um, away from motivated is that as you m move away from those things you become less motivated and it gets you into this feedback because that's the motivation is to not have that and as you're not having those things anymore then it's like oh well i'm, I'm good here right because like i'm i'm not that and, and then you get into this like a self like uh like you're just like uh you know making yourself you know again eat eat more again and start gaining some weight and then you become motivated again and then you get in that little space and you're not moving forward because you're not forward motivated you're away from motivated. you lose that fuel after a while and it starts bringing you back down to earth yeah and i well, think like attaching yourself it's like self-sabotage right? right because yeah. it's like well, how do i how do i get motivated again was well, i gotta get bad again so i can be motivated again and 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 it's that shift of like well what is my true motivation that could be a positive thing as opposed to a negative thing because a positive thing will keep moving me forward if anything i become more motivated as i get closer to that goal if i'm forwards motivated yeah uh, i uh, like that i like that a lot i actually hadn't thought about it that way because for instance i had a catalyst in my life that happened at the beginning of the year and that was my reverse motivation right it was like something that happened behind me and i wanted to get away from that version of myself and that drove me like halfway through up to the marathon. And then once the marathon happened, it's like, all right, what next? Like I need, yeah. I've, I burnt that fuel up, you know, like that was all my fuel. I got to attach myself to something to pull me that direction Correct. rather than like running from something. And so now it's like, all right, which you have to find that passion. You have to find that purpose. And like that purpose was really like me attaching to this ride. Right. And whatever's on the other side of this ride. Cause yeah. I have no idea. I have to start with the ride, yeah. but like, I like that. I hadn't thought about it that way because my my brain had subconsciously made that decision. All right, like you've lost the fuel here, you burnt it all up. Yeah, like no. you've it's achieved the maximum potential that you can through this small event. Now find something bigger, something outside of yourself to attach yeah. yourself to, so that you can have even more strength to be able to continue going, yeah. continue yeah. bettering yeah. yourself. So it's like it couldn't be like, well, I, I want to ride across America, so I'm not fat anymore, right? Like <laughs> that would never work because the, the moment you're training for like two weeks and you start losing some weight, you're no longer. And you're like, I, I'm already in good shape. Why yeah. would I put myself through 55 days exactly. of grueling yeah. fast? <laughs> I know it's really hard, but, but you have this. You talk about that limitation you were talking about earlier. So like the term 30 day challenge. 
when yeah. it gets thrown around loosely. And so it's a way to change your mindset, right? You do a different habit for 30 days and all of a sudden it's your new routine. But whenever someone accomplishes it, we're all competitive by nature, especially Americans. And so there's like, all right, tell me what to do. I'll do it. 30 days. Now what? That was it. Now what? You're looking on to the new motivation, the next challenge. And if you don't believe me, hear this. So Balder and I, we were helping this lady lose weight. And uh, she was coming in every day to get uh, ready for a, for a wedding, for her son's wedding. Oh, that's and right. she yeah. wanted to lose, I don't know, 20, 25 pounds, right? And I said, all right, cool. Well, this is what you have to do, and this is what it looks like, and this is how much dedication you have to have because you can probably get there. And how long do you have? And she's like, well, I have this long. Yeah, okay, we're pushing it. But it's possible. Just you know, meet us halfway. Do your part. Show up here and then uh, do your stuff at home. She gets – and like she the, starts looking she really loses, good. She loses, she loses weight. She does great. She's like, guys, she comes in like the weight the week of or the wedding, and she's like, I've, I'm right there where I want to be at. I feel really comfortable. I feel great. I can't wait to just go and just eat all that cake and just eat like the pizza. The, the pizza. It's like I can't like, wait to I start having pizza, pizza again. again. Like I, and so we're sitting there looking <laughs> at her. And like, keep in mind, we saw her like three well, your times jaws a week. Like yeah, we right saw now. her like three times a week for a while. What well, learned? the thing is that she's telling us, "I feel great. I've never felt better." Like, uh, you know, I've never so, felt better. She didn't say anything about the weight loss. She started talking about how great she felt. She's sleeping better. Like her heart, her blood pressure's gone down. Like all these. She's things. gonna look great in the dress. She's gonna look and great like, in the dress. She's gonna get all these compliments. Her skin's looking great. And then she's like, "And I cannot wait to go back to my old life." Of the way I looked before I put all this effort in. Like, that's literally what she's almost saying verbatim. And nothing else is said for the next 30 seconds. And she does not pick up on what she said. She <laughs> yeah, doesn't say it all. So, like, at it's all. It's the most interesting And it thing, was yeah. really credible because this is a very successful person. This is not by any means an uneducated person. This is a very successful person. And she is like, I know what it takes to be successful in the corporate world, the business world, whatever. And, and, when it comes to my own personal health, the biggest investment that would ever be made on anyone's part, she only did it for 30 days or, you know, 40 like days. like 45, I think. Yeah, 45 days and then said, that's it. And we just looked And like, he was even looking forward. And, and the truth to, is, here's to, what happened. To, so here's what happened. So I said, no, it's not it. Like, why would you do this <laughs> and blah, blah, blah. And like, you know, so I kind of do this. I don't get honored, but I'm like, come on. Think about it from a different perspective. Okay, blah, blah, blah. Still haven't seen her. Never seen her again. Yeah. And it was just fascinating because we talked about one time a couple months later. I'm like, I wonder I wonder if she put the weight back on. Because that's the first thing I go to, right? Because to me, that tells me everything I need to know. If you – it's like, you know, a grade, right? Is it better to earn a grade or to keep a grade, right? So, like, here she earned it, but then she didn't keep it. People don't realize, that like, okay, yes, it took this much effort to get to this point. But you don't it's realize it's so much easier to sustain it. It's so much easier <laughs> to sustain it, it but Is but it? at the same time, you got to keep all those things out that helped you that like were the cause of you getting to that old. Well, place. that's what took her back because, like you said, backwards movement it pulled her back because. That old negative feedback. Well, well, her. Well, what it was is it was probably it was probably like I don't want to be I don't want to look bad in a dress, you know. I don't want people to look at me at the wedding because I'm standing in the front because she was, you know, she was someone in the in the wedding, right? So she was probably being motivated by the fact that she didn't want things to look a certain way for her or people to think a certain way about her since she was going to be front center. Right. But it was a it was a, but it was a it's mindset from the beginning. She wanted to lose weight. Yeah. She didn't say, I want to be healthier. I want to sleep better. I want to go to the bathroom more consistently. I want better skin. She just said, I want to lose 20, 25 pounds. 
so I can fit into this dress, and everyone who's looking at me says, wow, you look incredible. Yeah. For just that night. That night, which is intentional, to say the least, but the mindsets of people saying that consistently day in and day out is everything they choose in life. They say like, all right, I choose to put this much effort just towards this. And it's not a bad thing. It's just more of like, is what's that going to get you? If I were to say your life is going to be better because you went through the pains and struggles of failing over and over again for the first 10 years in business, but it led you to your billion co- billionaire company that you started uh, because you figured it out and you, you yeah. know what to do afterwards to say, hey, on mile 2000, I know yeah. that this is what's going to get me to mile 3000 because I learned from the first three times I did it. Like the, the, the hike we're going in Colorado, we're not bringing anyone else with us yet because we're going to go try it first. And then we want to feel comfortable with it. So when somebody else can do it, they can say, hey, show me how to do it. But with you, imagine this. Someone's not going to come up to you and just say, hey, Joe, teach me how to bike across the country. That's not what they're asking you because you know that's not what the issue is. Mm-hmm. Like, what, you want to get in shape? You want to lose weight? No, they're not asking for that. That lady was asking us for weight loss. She wasn't asking us for anything else. So I, I, I misunderstood it. You know, I was thinking like, well, I'm not – should I give her everything that we did and wasn't appreciated? On whose department? Like, was it hers or ours? It wasn't appreciated because we did our part. I, I feel satisfied doing the job. When you get done with it and you help someone change their mindset, imagine they gave up halfway and they said, this is all I could do. But they did every single thing that they could possibly do to help out the situation. You're like, dude, I'm proud of you. Yeah. You gave it your all. And then one day they're going to say, all right, I'll, I'll see you on the next round and I'll make sure we, we'll get further next time. Yeah. How many, I mean, how many people are writing all the way? Me. You're the only one that's doing Same. the whole thing. Yeah. And then because because the idea is that anyone can join at any point for yeah. whatever and the mindset time. And the mindset yeah, yeah. is I'm just going to do it for a little bit. Yeah. And then how many people are going to go with you yep. and say, I want to go a little bit further. I, I, you know, I think I could probably pull another couple of days. And I want to stress that, actually, because I, ha- I like if this is going to be public, which I, I, I want everybody to hear this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> this is not this is me doing the ride and starting the ride and walking out of the Atlantic ocean alone and getting on a bike and with my buddy, Patrick, who's going to be driving and filming the whole thing. Um, (laughs) but, but we're coming out of the ocean alone and the goal is we don't walk into the Pacific alone. You know, like I want everyone to know that by no means this is like my journey. Like this is the journey of like, everybody right and i want as many people to join as we possibly can like if you want to come join for a couple days when we ride through your city great if you want if you decide that you want to throw some stuff in our car and ride the entire rest of the way across the country and walk into the pacific ocean together i want you to join (laughs) us because this is about community at the end of the day you know it's not about my story it's about forwards movement and creating that community of and that tribe and that group of people that can go through hardship together right. you know yeah. so like if, if you this sounds like something that you want to do that you can sacrifice your time and you want to meet cool people and have incredible experiences along the way and do something that a lot of people wouldn't please by all means like we want your company yeah that's awesome that's so incredible i mean so, I, I i'm sorry i, I just envision like forrest gump <laughs> <laughs> like really like people are like 
You found it, man. Like you just got it. I just thought I woke up one day and he just he got it. You know, <laughs> I'm just joining you. I love it. And yeah. I promise I won't just like turn around on you in the middle of the country and be like, I'm going I'm home tired now. now. I'm, I'm tired now. That's funny. Yeah. Where uh, and so there's gonna be a website where they can follow you. Yeah. And, and so see the path. And so all that. forwardsmovement.com. We're actually redoing our entirely revamping our website right now. But there's gonna be a RAM um, aspect, which is right across America. It's kind of what we're gonna call it. So there's gonna be a, a map where it's like day by day. Like here's the update. Here's where we plan on being in a couple days. Nice. Um, and we want to have some sort of forum where it's like, hey, like we're looking for this. And also a big catch of it is going to be we want people keeping up with that because we I, we just figured out that we're going to be driving a food truck. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. <laughs> but it's not like obviously for food truck purposes, we're going to re we're going to repurpose it and then use like the cooking equipment to like make our own food. But that's awesome. That's badass. That's awesome. We're going we're gonna to have a rooftop shower. And I've, I've, of course, tried to make it more difficult on us. We're not going to sleep in any hotels. Of course. The, on, the only way to, like, sleep in a warm bed or have a hot shower is going to be if someone out of the hospitality of their home, like, offers that up. That's incredible. That is awesome. Good for you. So, That's awesome. You know, like, Good the we you. go further together, like, please, if you are hearing this <laughs> and I'm on day 29 and we haven't had a shower since, you know, we walked into the Atlantic Ocean and we're still salty, like, it'd be great. I would love to shower at your house. Oh, That's man. Awesome. We can get that going. If it's just a That's simple not, shower. That's not a problem whatsoever. Yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah. We'll get, we'll, you got a network <laughs> of people that will say, please yeah. come and take a shower. Yeah. That is so awesome. Gosh. And, and um, <clears throat> we'll be out there somewhere. Oh, we'll be out there. At I'm least one of them, at least at the final. But I want to, I'd like to stop somewhere in the middle as well, doing little, do, little festivals. Well, that's the thing. thing. Like, everyone wants to be there for a celebration and the ending. But no one wants to show up in the middle of Iowa or Kansas. Shit, I'm down. When it's like no one's out there and you're like, it's just you and me, buddy. You know, it's like. Let's Iowa's wait. too far north. Yeah, so yeah. so, so <laughs> the, the route is going to be South Oklahoma. Carolina, Tennessee, Arkansas, Oklahoma, Texas, New Mexico, Arizona, California. Gotcha. So Nashville big, will be a, a good one to yeah, go Yeah, so Nashville the big cities one. we're going to be go, going through is Nashville, which apparently might have some sort of restriction with COVID right now as far as uh, congregating, which is, you know, sucks. But it's going to be Nashville, Oklahoma City, Albuquerque, Phoenix, I think. Oh, Phoenix would be a cool one too. And then one. you know, L.A. Oh yeah. Or like the five really big oh, ones. Yeah, yeah. That's that's amazing. That's gonna be, that's gonna be incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I imagine that that uh, you know you said like it's gonna be you and your buddy coming out. By the end, there's gonna be like flags and like who knows what type of what type of caravan's gonna be in the yeah. back. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, so think about this. <laughs> that's my hope, but I can't hope on that. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so how would you want to celebrate? How would I want to celebrate? Yeah, when you get to California. Like I, I I want everybody to walk into the ocean together. That's that's the celebration. That's yeah. that I'm I'm a sucker for like the really like small symbolic gestures. Yeah. Like I cuz I'm a sucker for a good story, right? Yeah. And like that's the kind of shit that makes me cry, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like I probably will regardless, but like if everybody did it together cuz you know some people are like you should do this alone, like it's your journey. It's like, "Nah. <laughs> I I've got many of my own other journeys yeah. on the way. Like I don't I can do those by yeah. myself, but like this isn't about us." Yeah. And so having like hundreds of people like walk in together would be like 
have me on my Consider knees. Wait, done. let me ask you this: Did you did you have a good connection of community? And uh, I'm asking because I don't see the ring uh, at, at in Aggieland. And uh, oh, I see. It's you on that it. side. There it is. There it is. Yeah, yeah. It's on this so one. then you did. You already had that community. There's a whole culture over oh. there. <laughs> that's that's actually where I started forwards was through the guys that I met um, through our organization, Aggie Cowboys. Um, we. You know, it's like it's where I made my best friends. I'm actually like my freshman pot, my freshman year potluck roommate. Uh, we didn't even know each other. We like just got matched yeah. together. We ended up rooming together. Ended up becoming best friends. We roomed together like almost roomed together for four years. He moved to New Braunfels. He actually moved in with me. His, his name's Jack. He lives with us right now in a two bedroom house with three people. He lives in the loft in a twin size bed. Um, and like, that is my community. Like we have a really tight knit group of people like from A and M. Um, and a lot of the people that are on forwards right now are Aggies as well. That's cool. My sister's an Aggie, my youngest sister, uh, uh, Carolina. Um, that's cool. It, and it's a great community. It's I, I it's it's a fun time. I've we partied. We I've partied there. It's there's a lot a of tradition. A yeah. lot of tradition. Yeah. Right. And I think it's uh, a little culty. It's well, very culty. Well, it's just because we the love core, it for that. The core, right. I mean, there's there's a division of just military influence, right. And I think there's that organization to where like if you're going there, you're driven to begin with. You're gonna move somewhere and probably do something. And I think that's the the cool thing about it is that like you talk about the college aspect. Well, Balder's my best friend. We met in college and we met in fraternity, and I don't know how it happened. One day we just started hanging out. We're best we're friends. still doing the same thing. We're still doing the throwing same parties. Thing. We're throwing parties. We have get-togethers, and it's cool because like I was social chair and and, uh, and all the parties. I can see that. But but getting together <laughs> those ideas. I was telling him. I sent him a. I sent him his uh, this picture one time. These two guys, uh, Kappa Sigs out of Stanford. They were like co-founders, I think, of Uber. Oh yeah. And they started when they were really young, and now you know, it is what it is. <laughs> and I showed it to him, and I was like, "This is our story. These two guys that met that decided you could make a big difference by simply just changing each other's world, and then you just kind of resonate, and the ripple effect happens. And so I imagine as we keep talking about America with this ride, this is an international deal. This is a global phenomenon." That you're going yeah, to what pay. if you just like jumped on a boat and and then just continued? Because you know someone's gonna say that. Like, <laughs> why did you just like, keep well, going you didn't west? Go to, you right? didn't go to like, I am not gonna say <laughs> where I will and will not stop. <laughs> I have no idea what the other side of fifty-five days looks like. Shannon. Um, from YTX, yeah, her boyfriend or I think fiance now. Don't put any ideas uh, in yeah, my yeah, head. He <laughs> he swam from fucking like I think Hawaii to California or something like that. So maybe that's how you continue. The, <laughs> ul- the ultimate <laughs> like <laughs> global triathlon. That's all it is. And then I run across Hawaii. And that's and your back thing. It's like when well, I started this business, now all I do is just travel across the world, and uh, I get you know I people do it. Yeah. They, they show up, and I I inspire them. It's oh like God. I mean, but what if that was? What if that was like <laughs> you're calling you loved it and you're like i'm just gonna keep moving yeah to keep moving forward keep moving forward <laughs> although you're going you're going wet yeah that's forward <laughs> yeah with the sun yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> now i can say we're getting ahead of ourselves yeah right like you gotta stop like my imagination my creativity already yeah. is like it brought me before i'd even run a marathon or finish 75 hard it brought me to like i'm gonna ride my bike across america so like I've at least got to start this thing before I'm like, what's the next, next thing? thing. You yeah, know, and like, you're like, I'm just going to keep going. And you, you said know? that when you're probably delusional through your I mean, they marathon. Make, <laughs> they, they make uh, bikes that ride on water. 
just if anything, I would have to swim in. I saw those ducks. They had those duck bikes on on Town Lake that you float on the water and you're you're paddling a duck. (laughs) Like row, I could row. I mean, like rowing would be cool. Now we're talking there. See, See? rowing would be really cool. Actually, there's a there is a thing I want. I've been wanting to do. They do this. uh, It's the longest uh, canoe race in the world, and it's here in Texas. Um, it's 185 miles or something like that. And I used to be in a canoeing team in Michigan, uh, for a couple of years. And, uh, and that was the one that like, everybody's like, that's the one to do. Cause it's like four, four days or five days. And you have to like basically sleep on your canoe or like take turns sleeping between the teammates that are doing. Cause it's a four man, four man canoe kind of deal. That's super cool. We should do that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see, see, before you get him ahead of himself. Yeah, like, so hurry up and finish that. So hurry up with 55 days. Yeah. When, when is this by the way? This is going to be, so originally my birthday is on May 31st and originally we were going to take off on that date because i was like i want to do something just like super profound on my birthday like a lot of people want to go like drink and you know just kind of like forget i want to go and like embrace yeah. so that was the original goal but we're we're, we're trying to get more mission-based brands and businesses on board to make this possible and so i think we're going to give it a little bit more time we're probably going to so the goal is to start by mid-june um, this year of this year yeah. yeah and we of course i came up with this like a month and a half ago yeah so, so you, you give yourself just enough room yeah. to get in shape for just this. yeah just a little more <laughs> yeah. time than i did for my marathon well this iv will get you closer you can't mention the lactic acid so the stuff that's in there it clears out all that lactic i mean acid. i feel i feel good i'm kind of like yeah i know hype right I know, now i know i know well, hopefully this is if this is what you need and we have to give you mobile ivs in between your down times dude we'll do that we'll have uh we we talked about mobile like ice baths yeah, like somehow we could figure out how to do that right and then like actually like if i brought my table it's portable right set up on the side and adjust bring my graston tool of course don't tease right? me don't tease know, oh right? god my favorite tool which hey, <laughs> and that's going to save your achilles and your tendons uh, for anyone who doesn't know it's a myofascial release tool that basically is the most painful deep massage you could ever imagine <laughs> and it works i've had tattoos it's it's worse it's it's worse it, and, and, and you know what's funny both you and Baldo basically had the same injury due to fucking marathon running. And it's incredible because out of the most painful places to do muscle release on people, the Achilles has to be one of the yeah. worst. I've torn both of my Achilles. Yeah. And so it's like I when he was it's working not. on – when I was working on his, I had to give him a pillow so he could yell into it because he was like – I think he was at our house and yeah. and like I was like, the kids are asleep. You know, my wife's just like – you know, like she's like, shut up. You know, like, and so I was like and, – and he was like, man, this is incredible. It really – hurts like hell but like i can actually move around now and before it was locked up and that relief that you were talking about earlier like after it stops it's, it's like gone. Oh, yeah. yeah it's like oh my it's like oh it's and, and then he starts there's a little get, bit of start- masochism going on there too <laughs> <laughs> i try not to smile when i'm doing it i swear to god if not people think i'm smiling but i do know put it this way if you did it over a muscle that wasn't injured it wouldn't really hurt at all so that just tells you how much damage you do to your body that you yep. didn't realize so the repeated wear and tear. Imagine this. You talk about like extreme measures. So there's a guy we know. He did a 50 mile hike in the mountains, uh, West America, I think. 50 and, mile uh, run. 50 mile. Was it? It w- it was a trail run. It was a trail An run. Ultra. Yeah. He fasted the entire time, and he came in, got adjusted, like you know, a couple of days after he got back. He's like, I felt fine. All the people I was with, they were hurting, and they ate, and they had all kinds of protein things and everything. Was, I didn't have anything, and I felt amazing. And I was like, are you serious? And I was like, I don't even know how that's 
Huh. He did so put in like uh, an extra like 15 pounds. He, before he started fasting keto like he'd practiced it before. He had worked on it before. And he only did it just to prove how far he could push his body. And this is coming from a guy who used to do speed golf. His name's Dude. He, he does speed golf. You ever heard of speed golf? You literally think it's exactly what it is. You try to finish as quickly as you can. And he's like running during private he's one of the best. Stuff. He's one of the best in the world. And he comes in. His name's people, Dude. And these are the people like you who come in and just <laughs> say, like, I want to do this. So imagine we tell him this thing, and he would probably say, here's what you got to do in these parts, you know, and you got to do this. And, and I'm like, yeah, because what will happen is it saves you that last leg, right? So now I'm thinking, like, Dude, all right, need to bring him I got to get you prepared. <laughs> I got to get your muscles in, in, in order. So that means that all your recovery starts right now. Right, the, the stretching, the, the, and pre, the what is it, pre-covery? Yeah, the pre-covery. Yeah, like all the stuff right now. So that way, when you get done, you'll probably be okay, and then you have to be ready. probably. You'll probably my be. ass will be a little sore, but I don't know, man. You won't be able to sit down for like a <laughs> month. <right? laughs> yeah, you're gonna have a permanent ass yeah. seat, like the groove right there. <laughs> That's yeah. hilarious. Oh man. Well, you give yourself two months. We got enough time. We're gonna see each other plenty. Yeah. So, so I have no doubt that we'll get you. We'll get you in order. You got supplements, so we'll be happy to help you get everything in order as far as your supplements. Yeah. And then um, get those adrenals unlocked. Get the adrenals. We need to get the adrenal support. All right. Yeah. So you're, gonna be, you're gonna have plenty of sun, so you'll be fine. Would I imagine if you wanted to do the ultimate science experiment, you have uh, tracking measurements, <laughs> like whooping. Oh or, man, uh, I, I my ultimate goal. At Whoop, if you are listening to this, <laughs> is I want you to run experiments on me. Like, that's also a big aspect. I love science. I love, like, if y'all wanted to put me on a single supplement for a week and be like, we're going to see how this affects oh, you. Oh, we got you. Like, I want to do that. Like, Whoop, I want them to run studies. Like, as, far as, as far as blood work goes, as far as, you know, VO2 max, like, I want to do all the possible tests before and after, like, really see what that change looks well, like. Well, I could tell you, we should if, totally if, do a brain if scan. Whoop's already listening to this or someone knows it, you really should. Just know we're already going to do it. So, like, like I was just thinking right now, we have that brain scan machine back there. That's that's the EEG machine. It's a Wavi. And we can measure your brain wave before you do all this and then after After. and just see what it did to your brain. Can you imagine the mindfulness? That's what I'm saying. You can can (laughs) measure brain waves in this machine. So, if you have theta waves and you're ADHD, which you're probably a little theta all the time, imagine if it reverts it and it does, like, more beta or something. You know, and all of a sudden you're like, whoa, you completely changed the frequency of your brain. And that's like the take on it is like my take on it as well is like physical, act- physical activity and mental health and like being like more mindful is a huge oh, aspect yeah. of mental health too. Oh, so yeah. like what is that – what does hours on a bike look like? I mean, of course, all, a lot of days are going to be kind of awful because I'm going to be like in a bad yep. mindset. And it's summer. How do I fix that? And it's hot. Well, <laughs> so I look at this. Like, let's say let's – say, let's say you're – you're in a lab and you know we're doing the VO2 max and you got and you're running there like you say the Gatorade Institute or something right I'm like what are we measuring so what I'm saying like all right I'm trying to keep your serotonin and dopamine levels high like consistent right because we don't employ them because you know you get your endorphin kick from your runners high and after a while that's going to be long gone right so it's like all right bliss helps you keep your serotonin and dopamine high right we I told you about the bliss and yeah. all that and that's mental wellness right but it's also good joint support so the cool thing is they're like all right we'll measure that We'll do our stuff to basically. I mean, we could have you pee in a cup halfway through to Should see we what could it do does to your adrenaline. Like we can measure your serotonin adrenaline halfway through. We can measure your inflammatory markers for your cardiac muscles. 
We can measure your kidney, like how hard it's working, how how yeah. are you how kicking out insulin. Well, we can also make a daily like forwards movement stack box. Oh yeah, we can do. I mean, see, that's the thing. We're already doing this. So if Whoop's listening, anyone else is listening, we're already going to do this. Wheels are turning. And so what's yeah. going to happen is the biggest measurement that we're going to need from you is your HRV and sleep. Yep. Because it'll tell you, hey, you're recovered 80% today. Imagine like towards the end, it's like he's still at 80% recovery rate like every day. You know, and the and this last leg was through the mountains and it was fucking hard. And he's already 80% still. He's got this. And you'll know it too because you're tracking in real time. Like imagine it's like, hey, mile 1,000, we give you a urine sample to measure like everything just to make sure everything's good. Because we want to see in real time what's right. going on with it. So – I we mean, can get a couple labs to, yeah, to donate. Actually, yeah, 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 we can. We can. This is this is a science experiment on science experiment, which right? is just so fun. I love that, <laughs> kind of stuff. and I know that y'all love that stuff too. Cause. Oh yeah, well that's that's part of the uh, of saying this is inspires other people to take care of their health because I'll tell you this: if you never thought about it this way, there's a, a a gym in town that had a rep, and has, has a reputation as being a pretty high intense like you know hip workouts, and this lady did our labs. After a two-hour workout, she worked out there at the gym and then did a mile, like four or five-mile run afterwards. Then did a blood draw. The labs that we measured were measuring damage to her heart muscles. Uh, and the lab called a week later. is like, what happened with this patient? No, I think she. they called us like, hey, you need to call her. Yeah, you need to call her. Is this patient okay? And I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. What's going on? And they're like, well, there's this marker in here that looks like it showed she just had a heart attack right after the blood draw. And I was like, but that's impossible. I saw her, and she was fine. Well, what, what, is she an athlete or something? And I was like, yeah. And, she, and she's like, man, we see this all the time. And I was like, you mean to tell me she worked out so hard that she literally caused the same damage to her heart the way a heart attack would? And she, he's like, yes. Yeah. So you imagine that when it comes to the science aspect of it, it's like, Joe, if we're pushing ourselves this hard, we got to see what we're doing to ourselves and we got to adjust accordingly. Exactly. So science becomes another tool to tell you how you're functioning internally when we can't see it on the surface. Like you come for soft tissues, I adjust you, you know, it's like, but internally, like what are your adrenals doing? What is your electrolytes doing? You know, what's your heart doing? And so in that case, you're like a car, right? So I'm saying, and a bike, you're, you are the bike yourself. You're a bike <laughs> on top of a bike. So then I'm like, yeah. I got to make sure you get to all your tune-ups before. We have to make sure yeah. we keep lube on that chain, like, <laughs> everything, you know, because for, for the last couple months, I, and I was talking to John about this, like I was not prioritizing my recovery. I was like late nights, late night walks. I was doing this 75 hard challenge and like <laughs> I was up until 2 a.m. and then I'd wake up at 6.30 and I would just run it back and I was like, man, I'm getting red recoveries every single day. Like this sucks. Like I wish I could get more sleep. But lately this week, like I've been, been really, even like, you know, in the last like two weeks, I've been like recovery is crucial mm -hmm. because like, the goal is not to drive my body into the ground, you know, like the goal, the goal is to be like, all right, how can I sustain peak performance? Yep. You know, and that's mental, that's physical, that's like doing all these things and being able to continue doing them and not turning 30 and being like, man, the ages from 26 to 30 were great, but it's over. You know, like I want to keep doing this stuff. And you see that with like NFL players, right? They basically destroy their bodies. And by the time they're 35 and retired, you know, like they either – have a whole nother life ahead of them or come 40 50 like stuff starts happening with their concussions and all that stuff too so even that aspect like that's a whole nother mental wellness that no one's talking about imagine the brain scan that we do and all of a sudden you're talking about brain health in a whole nother light 
and I do believe that what you're doing is going to help so many people. We're trying to journal it from every perspective, right? And, yep. and I think that uh, it's probably going to lead to many more things. So I don't know what it is, but I'm very much honored that we get to play a part in this. And, and you're an inspiration. And I think that was what we, what I knew first time when we met, that I think that you were put here to inspire others. And I think that's your biggest message. And how you duplicate that message is what you're doing right now. And I believe like when we talked in December up to now, just in the short, what, four or five months, you have such a great game plan because it's like, well, I'm just going to make things happen. I mean, that's what it is. Yeah. Like, I'm going to put action. And I love people who take action. And you're a man of action. So congratulations. Uh, you will be successful, and this race will be a success for you. Hell yeah. That's well, I shouldn't even say a race. It's not a race. Yeah. It's a, mar- uh, it's a marathon. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't, know, I don't even know what to say. This, <laughs> this, this event, this whatever, event, this yeah. this time period, whatever. Yeah. But it'll be, a, it'll be a success for all of us, and this that's kind of the goal. Challenge. It's a community, yeah. community ride. Yeah. <laughs> it. I love it. And like and it just having that like positive influence I think is crucial. Um because like throughout this other people are going to be able to see like how much I'm prioritizing recovery. Yeah. And and you know the people that join I'm be like, "Hey, like it's time for bed." You know, like <laughs> yeah. Yeah. it's time to go to sleep like as much as we're enjoying this campfire, like I've got a side of my bargain to uphold and like I got to go to bed at oh, 9:30. Yeah. You a know. Party if you go in there, right? It's like the party tents are going to be down the road here. This yeah. is the sleeping tent. The, par- <laughs> the, the the party is from like, you know, 5:30 to 7:30 with water and then after that it's like, all right, it's time for everyone to go to go start getting you, ready for bed. You mean it wasn't Burning Man the whole time you're going there? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Just God. Burning Man all night long. Yeah. Like, we can bring a flatbed and just have it like a rave bed. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's in front. Well, that's what I'm saying, like right in front. It of you, sounds like a, like a scene out of Mad Max. Well, we could you have know? like a disco ball, and then like yeah, like some kind of Mad Max like thing going in front of you, and just like fireworks going off the side, yeah. and just house music just playing, industrial music and shit. Like, Hell yeah, time, why right? not? Yeah, fog machine and everything. Yeah. All right, so uh, handles, all, social handles and stuff. We're like all that. so imaginative. We're I like, know, we're right? like well, the about thing like, is that we dude, make it happen. Like that's the thing. Well, like, yeah, because we'll be like, I, well, here's the thing. I have family in Oklahoma City, and like uh, we know people in Nashville, so it's very easy for them to be like, hey, we got this buddy coming by. Like, yeah, make it special uh, for him, yeah, and all of a sudden, like put you on a freaking billboard or something yeah, you know, yeah, for yeah. no reason, other than to say like, hey, we we did this for you. Yeah, yeah. Right? you know, it was like, and it was yeah, yeah. you know maybe you from. When you were like 21 in your college days or something, right? My, yeah, yeah, my my not so great moments, I'm sure. <laughs> you said, look how far you've come, yeah, <laughs> right? For real. Keep moving forwards. Look at you in that tutu up there. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Yeah. Well, all right. So, if they were to follow along, yeah, and they were to say, I want to support you uh, along your path, how would they get a hold of you? How would they reach you? Okay, so we're gonna our website is gonna be up and running. Forwardsmovement.com, uh, spelled F-O-U-R. M O V E M E N T. Um, my social handle on Instagram is Joe Lindley sixteen L I N D L E Y. Uh, forwards movement. It's a little more complicated on uh, Instagram, but it's the number four W A R D S M V M T. Yep. Um, and that's where we're gonna keep up with the race. I mean, keep calling it a race. I don't know what to call it now. <laughs> yeah. With the event, with the with the challenge, with the whatever it is, with the ride, we're going to call it the the ride. The ride. Um we're going to have like daily updates on Instagram stories. We're going to go live on TikTok as well, which is TikTok is a huge a huge component of this. That's how we're like getting people on board. Um Joe Lindley 16 on TikTok. I'm probably I think the plan is to do like a live every single day at lunch because we're going to ride in the mornings and we're going to ride in the evenings. 
because you obviously don't want to be riding in the heat of the day through Albuquerque, New Mexico. Like I'm have a heart attack. Yeah, no kidding. Phoenix um, gets really bring hard. Bring an oxygen tank with me too. <laughs> For real. So that's that's how you can follow along. I mean, follow along on the website. Um, one of the big things we're going to be doing with Mental Health of America, and this is where we want your support, is we're going to be partnering with them for a T-shirt. So, like, the proceeds for this T-shirt go to, like, if you don't know how to support, if you don't know if, like, you can give, you know, anywhere from $10 to $100 just to donate to the fundraising link, you can buy a T-shirt and the proceeds will go to Mental Health of America. There we go. And that's kind of a way for us to put our artwork out there while also giving you something in return for supporting us. So, if you could help us support this mental health awareness drive, um, that is what is most important here. We want to make sure that the word gets out that it is not bad, it is not unnormal to feel um, alone. And we want to make sure that you feel like you have a community of people that will support you through the hardest times in your life. Beautiful. Beautiful. I love it. Thank you for being part of our community. Thank you so much for having me. Podcast. Ain't got this shit knocking though.